This is Luton Digital, the fantasy football podcast. Here are your hosts, Samo and Steve. Welcome back, everybody, to the Luton Digital Fantasy Football Podcast. We are here for episode 58 in the final game week of the season, game week 38. And the final episode of the season, uh, unless, of course, we have an unexpected result, we come back uh, just to gloat, maybe for two or three minutes, if a massive deficit has been made up. We've got pack shows this morning, afternoon, evening depending on when you're listening. And we're joined on the line by somebody very much in contention, Mr Ollie Doward. Let's get on with the show. Emails and tweets. Sam, we've had a couple of emails and tweets in during the week uh, for you to reflect on. First was, uh, I don't know if you want to say uh, commiserate off of your sympathy to Sam Owen because we do feel he has been unlucky this week he captained and it was such a brave move he captained uh, Danny Ings and I know he was expecting big big things Danny of course he scores the first goal Sam's sat in his penthouse and he's thinking this under title is heading my way and then Southampton get a penalty Danny Ings steps up and we're potentially here Sam talking about 30 points coming to Sam Owen's way. What happens next? Yes, and he hits it straight at the keeper who saves it. That was a, That is a huge points swing there. And it would have meant he would have for sure got all the bonus plus the goal. And it would have been great to captain him, but I'm lucky. As it is, he's now 68 points, but we'll talk about the league table in a minute. And then um, another question has come in, and it's come in since we recorded the interview with Ollie, who asks, uh, what's more important to you, Sam, this season? Is it to lift the title and beat Alex Perry, or is it simply to beat your podcasting co-host here in the studio? I think I've... I've had quite a large gap over Steve for most of the year, so I think my goal has been always to beat Alex Perry in the last in the um last half of the season. But I think I'll I'll take beating Steve as well. Only eight points separating us now. Yes, you've had quite a good comeback. One stage it was over a hundred. Let's move on with the show. Manager of the week. Yes, and time for Manager of the Week in fifth is the leader, Alex Perry, with 77 good efforts. Although Martial captain didn't do too much. And then in fourth, it's Alex with a very respectable score of 80. And in third, Ian Reese, who's dropped off a lot this um, end to the season, a bit like Leicester. Spoke to Ian during the week, very, very busy with work, hasn't been able to concentrate on the fancy league, certainly as much as he was doing earlier in the season, a few distractions, but uh, promises that he's going to come back much stronger next season and genuinely hopeful next season of a top six place. Think of him as maybe not quite as good as Wolves, but more one of these uh, Everton, Southampton sides who 
with a bit of luck next year and a bit more investment, could really push for a top seven finish. And then we have Ollie Doward with 85. He had a good game week. He's leapt above me now. And then the manager of the week sitting right next to me, unfortunately, it is Steve again with 91. And a, ca a Sterling captain. You Steve has utilised Sterling so much in this end of the season. He's got him in, he's captained him a bunch of times and he's got 34 points from him this week. 34 captain. points and of course it should have been more because he missed the original penalty, so that was another six. Uh, I can't believe that we, I'm still crossing myself for missing out on the Antonio Sterling uh, double hat-trick week which would have given me this title. Uh, it's an obvious move looking back on it. I mean, who could not have predicted that Antonio would score four goals for the mighty Hammers, uh, given the amazing attacking football David Moyes had been playing up until that point. Just quite extraordinary. Uh, yes, and Sam, uh, you mentioned the ninety-one points. Uh, we've talked the we've talked about the uh, points that Sterling lost in m missing the penalty. Just have a quick look at this bench, Sam. Quick look at the bench. You said I'd be absolutely mad to play at Foster. Uh, I still stand by that. Playing, um, was he playing? City. He was playing City. And he said, don't play Foster. I said, I think Foster will make a lot of saves. How many saves did he make, Sam? Uh, I can't actually... I'm not sure. He made loads. Loads, oh well, yes. How many points did he get? It still made more sense to play Martinez. Even though Foster did get more points, but before the game week, it would have made more sense for Martinez. But he did, he did save a penalty. Who? Foster? Yeah. Yeah, you're right, he did. He saved the uh, Sterling penalty, that's the point. And a um, little tip, actually, possibly there. If you have got a Sterling and he's up against one of your own keepers, if you, if you have them both, then um, in the Danny Ings situation, Sam Owen, I'm talking to now, you would you would get your points back. And of course, Foden on the bench as well with eight points. So there were 17 left on the bench. If Foden had played instead of Fernandez. If Martinez had played instead of Foden, we'd be talking about a 100-point game week. But let's get on and talk about the league table. League table. So we talk now about the league table. And uh, the top 10 look red. We're pretty much uh, nailed on. Loz uh, is in 10th with 2.066. And he's 50 behind Ian Rees, uh, who's still hanging on to 9th place. Uh, Darren Greaves is in eighth with two one twenty. Mark Burrows, a little bit disappointing. Um, I think Mark, there uh, your captaincy let you down this week. Fernandez, maybe too obvious a move. You needed to go look um, for for someone who's going to get you a bit few more points. Two one thirty. Neil two one three four. And then a bit of a gap now to the top five. These these play, these teams all look as though. Well, I was going to say European football is assured for Sam Owen in fifth, but it looks very much now that he is going to miss out on the Champions League spot 2-1-8-2 as a result of Ings' penalty spot failure. My own team, the Buttocks, are in fourth with 2-2-1-4, and they are just eight behind uh, my colleague here, Sam's team, with 2-2-2-2, two, 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 all the twos. Uh, he is just six behind Ollie Dowd, so just 14 points separating Two, three, and four, and twenty-two ahead of everyone is Mr. Alex Perry. 
2-2-50. Now, last year, the league was won with 2-2-9-6. So it looks like Alex is going to pass that, although it was in game week 38 last year, a very low-scoring game week. In fact, there was a 31-point gap going into game week 37. At the start of 38, the two players could not be separated. And then, of course, as everyone knows in Fantasy League history, the actual title eventually went to goal scored, and so I was able to retain it. So, we move on to talk about some points that are worth talking about. We call it Talking Points. Talking Points. Earlier this week, we caught up with Ollie Doward and we asked him these three questions. The first one, what was your biggest mistake of the season? So my biggest mistake of the season? Well, a few things came to mind. Um, you know, often you get really stubborn about a player who's on a streak and refuse to pick him week after week and he keeps scoring. Well, that happened to me with Tammy Abraham and Danny Ings earlier in the season. Uh, and mad, mad as it sounds, I didn't actually own De Bruyne until relatively recently. Um, but I, I prefer to go for something um, towards the business end of the season because ultimately that, that what, that's what affects whether you're going to win or not. And for me, the, the costliest mistake could end up being deciding against uh, a minus four to bring in Antonio in game week 35 plus. I was so close to doing that and didn't. Um, which was pretty gutting <laughs> during that game against Norwich when he kept popping in the goals. Um, yeah, that's it. Mm, that's really interesting, Ollie. If you don't win the league, who do you think will? Who do I think will win? If I don't manage to pull it off, Alex Perry has a 22-point lead. Um, but he, crucially, he has no chips. And I, I do have my triple captain. Um, so for me, it's a question of choosing the right tri triple captain. And then it's very possible I could overhaul him. Uh, so if it's not Alex and it's not me, uh, and I am very much in the anyone but Perry camp, <laughs> scarred by years of losing to him, he's very good. Um, got to give Alex a lot of credit, actually. He's always there. Uh, I think uh, I think the young boy, Roy, has got a big chance uh, with his free hit uh, left at his disposal this weekend. So, obviously, it's all, all about selecting the right players. Can he find enough key differentials between himself and Alex to claw back that gap, which I think would be, is nearer the 30-point mark? Um, Alex has a lot of heavy-hitting form players, so it's going to be tricky. And and also, what's more important, staying ahead of, of Dad or winning the league? So some big decisions for the lad. And finally, who are you triple captaining? Although you do not have to answer this if you want to keep your secrets. Who will I pick as my triple captain this weekend? Well, the truth is I'm undecided. I'm weighing up four different players. Uh, Bama Yang, Arsenal, uh, going for the golden boot. Um, but will he play 90 minutes? Arsenal have obviously got an FA Cup final and he'll be critical to their hopes there. Um, so that is a concern. 
Then again, it's a live game. Watford have got to get a result, so they'll be pushing forward. Will that leave space at the back? He loves space. So uh, I'm, I'm sorely tempted by him. Harry Kane, the form striker. But can you trust Spurs under Mourinho? Ultimately, I find it hard. Uh, I could see a drab nil-nil being played out there. Um, but he is tempting, given the fact he's banging them in again. Sterling, I've failed to armband him the last two games, which is a, another key mistake for me. Um, but with the Champions League around the corner, will he be wrapped in cotton wool? He's played a lot of minutes recently, so I'd be playing Pep Roulette with that one. And finally, I'm having a little think about uh, the, the bold left-field decision, which would be sticking it on um, David Silva in his last game for City. He'll almost certainly play. His teammates will be looking for him. And he's been fantastic recently. So that, that would be the, uh, the brave choice, the romantic choice. So we'll see. Well, great to hear from Ollie there. And uh, very much in with a shout of uh, grabbing the title this year. Uh, 22 points, easy to make up. So, Sam, what other talking points have we got ahead of the game week? Uh, you've got your free hit. Ollie has got his free hit, as we just heard. No, he's not. He's got. He's got a chip. He's got the treble captain. Um, who do you look? Who do you look to bring in? Without let's. We're not, we're not going to preview the fixtures, but uh, your thoughts. Well, yes, there are a few fixtures that I will be targeting on the free hits there's of course City versus Norwich Norwich nothing to play for at the beach then we have Liverpool Newcastle although maybe Newcastle also in bad form then there's Palace Spurs I think Palace have lost something like the last five or four games Spurs in good form at the moment so you have players like Kane who's 11 million or Son could do well against Palace as their defence isn't very good at the moment. In City Norwich, there's so many players to pick. David Silva is an interesting one to bring in since it will be his last game and he might even be on penalties. Well, that's just a rumour as they'll probably be looking to try and get him on the score sheet for his last game there. Well, it's his his last game at the Etihad, isn't it? Oh yes, his last Premier League game for City. His last Premier League. Still pretty big. And then you've got the norm- Sterling as well. I think lots of managers already have him, but looks like a must-have for this week. You told me earlier that he's in France at the moment, Sterling. So uh... I think that's. I think he was on holiday. I think I read somewhere. Going on holiday probably, in the middle of the season. He'll probably be back soon, anyway. Right, so well, that's an interesting talking point. But really, people want to know the only massive talking point of the week is the amazing escape. From Nathan Jones and Luton Town. Talk us through it. Yes, Nathan Jones has done a brilliant job of keeping Luton up when they look for sure to go down before he was appointed. And to think that some people, I'm thinking the person who sits next to us, B2, and the person who sits behind us in C1 and the Kenilworth, were against Nathan's reappointment. But luckily we had... Wise advice from other supporters like Timmy from Bucks, who once again featured on BBC Three Counties this week. Um, uh, ben in Little Jalfont says, incredible from Nathan and the lads. Let's toast Danny Hilton. Give that man a two-year deal. Guaranteed goals with a run of games, says uh, Ben. Well, 
Danny Hilton, Glenn Ray, Luke Berry. Who else is out of contract? There are quite a few of them. Um, this could mean that they stay at the club. It's as simple as that. I, if they'd have gone down, mm. I, I cannot see well, how, he was alluded any, of them, to that, wasn't how he? any of them would have stayed. He couldn't imagine going down and... Uh, the ramifications that would have on his budget and everything else, and on wait, what did he say? Even he, he would have played for what they could have <laughs> offered players. It's quite funny, but no, it was it was serious. You know, if they did, you know, what could happen was uh, wasn't worth thinking about. So yeah, you know, I don't know who's out of contract, so I'm sure they'll be uh, they'll be in for chats and hopefully getting them sorted pretty soon. Uh, game week preview. So uh, it's game week preview time, and it makes it slightly easier this week because they're all kicking off at the same time, four o'clock on Sunday, and they're all on Sky Sports, apart from a few that aren't. So Arsenal, Watford. Yeah, Watford need a win here, I think, to stay up, or a draw and Villa loss. I don't think they'll get it. Well. I think that, well, I think they might draw, but I think Villa will get something. Easy one Arsenal one. win for me. Burnley, Brighton. Yeah, probably two 0 Burnley. Burnley is still pre- playing pretty well at the moment. Chelsea Wolves is a tough one. Yes, both teams. Chelsea need champions. Chelsea need a point here for Champions League. Wolves need a win for Europa League. Palace Spurs two 0 Chelsea. Three um, 0 Spurs. Everton Bournemouth. Everton, Bournemouth, I think Bournemouth need to win again to stay up. I don't think they will. 1 0 Everton. Uh, Bournemouth only need to match Watford's. Oh no, I've forgotten. I've forgotten. Something, something to do with Aston Villa and uh, Watford. Bournemouth need to better Villa and Watford's result, I think, is something like uh, United are at Leicester. Yes, United need a point for Champions League. Leicester have to win this to get it. I think this will be a close 2-2 draw. City, Norwich. Yeah, probably 6 or 7 or 5. 5-0. Newcastle, Liverpool. 2-0 Liverpool. He might play He might play um, some reserved or youth players here, I think. Southampton, Sheffield United. 2-1 Southampton. And finally, West Ham Villa. Very crucial game for Villa here, so 2-1 Villa. Big one, Matthew. I think we're both agreed on the big one this week and uh, we think that David Silva is going to go big uh, at home to City. But as Sam says, he's not too sure who he's going to select and who we go, but we reckon six or seven goals at least for City against Norwich. That's the match to be on. My team, your team. So Sam's uh, ducking out of the changes section this week because he wants to keep his team a surprise because he knows that Ollie and Alex will be studying it as he goes full on for the title. But um, my own team, the Buttocks, always disclose their plans in advance. We are probably replacing De Bruyne with Silver just on this hunch. As Sam said, that he's going to get everything and he may well get the armband uh, for me. Don't want to spoiler alert, but I think Sam may be planning something similar. The fourth official has indicated there will now be a minimum of three minutes time allowed. Three minutes time allowed. So Sam, that rounds off another season. Uh, 58 uh, episodes now gone. Uh, it's been an interesting season. Uh, what lessons have you learned? Well, I think I should have got Sterling in 
um, at the end of this season. He's done very well. And I think, yeah, I think probably should have done not so many knee-jerk transfers. I got rid of Pulisic for Mahrez. Mahrez got one point. Pulisic got like 15 or something. Yeah, and that was bad. Another thing is I've got a lot of my captains wrong. Yeah, yeah, you have done. Uh, and looking ahead to next season, of course, we'll be back with a preview show whenever uh, the season kicks off. We haven't. Have you heard in from all your leaks and Discord and all the um, dark web that you spend time studying whether there's going to be any rule changes next season? Any extra chips? I have no idea. No idea. Well, that would be something to research over the summer. Uh, so, Sam, finally, predictions. Who's going to win it? I think... Yeah, I think it's looking like Alex Perry will run away with this. Although it could depend on Ollie Dowd's treble captain, whether he gets I think right. Ollie's got this. Just have to get that treble captain right. We do not want a repeat of the Van Arnold situation where Ollie blew a 19-point lead the final game week to hand me the title. And on that bombshell, good luck to everyone. And thanks for playing. Another fantastic season. Thanks everyone for listening into these podcasts. We appreciate it. Goodbye for now. Goodbye. That was Luton Digital. Tune in again next game week. And good luck, managers. Hope you get a shed load of points. <laughs>